Greg wouldn't do it. I'm so embarrassed. Such a wet blanket. <laughs> I want to see how long you guys would go. Exactly the right length of time. Is the answer. Just like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is that about wrap it up? <laughs> it's more of a tone poem about Pax than us actually commenting on it. Yeah. Which I think summarizes my feelings. It captures how Drew and I work together so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg mostly has just sat there at Pax. Taking it all in. Taking it all in. Waiting for the right moment. I'm that solid. I, uh, I think yeah. of myself as the bedrock of Pax. I don't know if you guys <laughs> agree with that, but that's generally how I see myself every year. Welcome to the Double Fine Action Cast. This time we are going to wrap up Pax, and a little bit later we're going to. Talk about middle manager of justice with Kichi, who made the game, and some other people who made the game. Oh, nice. But for now, we are going to talk about PAX, and uh, we're here with Tim Schaefer. <laughs> and also Drew Skillman. Yeehaw. And Greg Rice. <laughs> All right. And I'm Chris Remo. <laughs> what, what's your sound, animal, Chris Remo? <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a fish. I don't make sound. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Who's been to PAX the most? Um, I've been to, that was my third. Uh, same with me. I think I've been to a million. I've been to most of them. Really? Yeah. Most of them. Crazy. Most most of them. So five hundred packs. Yeah, five hundred, six hundred, five hundred and fifty. How many has there been? Uh this is the first time Dolphine has gone right. and like had our own presence. We had a booth. We had mm-hmm. our own booth. It was tiny, but it was it was all ours. Mm-hmm. I think Greg could stand in one spot in the center and touch every corner of it. That might be right, actually. Which is very very convenient for stocking t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> And we were right across from a Twisted Pixel, which had, a, a, like, a whole bowling alley size. And, like, eight motorcycles. Yeah. And a guy with a ukulele. Was that them? Yep. Yeah. They had everything. 16 volunteers. <laughs> and, uh, but we had heart. We had heart. We had hearts That's for true. sale. Well, they were, yeah, they were in the, uh, in the back in jars. Uh, we had a bunch of merchandise. We had the cave playable. We had Connect Party playable. That's... The new name for that's right. the sequel oh, that's to Double Fine Happy Connect Action Party. Theater. Yeah, that's a funny that's, story. <laughs> Why don't you tell afterwards. that story? It's funny afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had, uh, I guess we were Connect Party officially one hour before we had to be done yep. setting up. Oh, yeah, the action. kiosk was up with Happy Action TV signs. <laughs> Until yeah, I think like an hour yeah. before it opened, and yeah. then I got the and then I got the copies back from Kinkos, and thank God they got the prints made like two hours earlier than they said they would, so we had time to tape everything over <laughs> the old Happy Action yeah. TV signs. If anyone went up and tried to peel it off, there would have been another sign underneath. And then we got the email on my iPhone from Microsoft that after like over the course of the day, it was like, okay, we're twenty five percent committed, and then like, okay, we've got sixty percent people on board, and now it was like, okay, everybody's on board, and. That's convenient because we have no choice now. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you change the name, Drew? 
Is uh, that also a funny story? <laughs> <laughs> well, we just wanted to be in the spirit of, you know, like Trenched Iron Brigade. We wanted to keep up that, tra- that grand tradition of yeah. uh, last-minute yeah. name changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the official – the first name I pitched that game had connected it. Yeah. Too really? Much. Can we say that yeah. now? Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah, say it. Connectopia. Connectopia. The original design document was called Connectopia. And, they were, and Microsoft was like, oh, I don't think you can say connect in the name because that's our name. We like that name. Mm-hmm. So – um, then the circle. Now. First full circle. Yeah, and then the game came out and it was like, you guys, I think the quote was, all of Microsoft's history was leading up to this moment of this game, right? Something like that. What? Dude, that's what they said. That's what Microsoft <laughs> said. This is the greatest thing that's what that I heard. Microsoft has ever, this is why uh, Bill Gates started this company, was to produce this game. Can you please use our name Connect in there somewhere, please? Okay. It was implied at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You read between the lines? Yeah. No, Bill Gates said that to me. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> so, uh, so we said okay because you got a trombone. They've had his hard times lately. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yep. But it's exciting for us to like Connect Party is awesome because I could tell my mom, "Hey, mom, we're working on a game. It's called Connect Party," and she'll be like, "Oh, it's for Connect. I don't know what that is, but it's for parties too." Okay, yeah. I know what those are. Cool. <laughs> it is one of the most <laughs> Drew's mom most finally because <laughs> before she wasn't gonna buy it. Exactly. She's like, "What's your what's your what's your game, honey?" Oh, it's a uh, don't find happy action. She's like, I've lost interest. <laughs> Too many words. You've already. I don't. I know you're my son, and I paid for your college. But this game sounds stupid. But if you do know what a connect is, and you do know what a party is, mm-hmm. it's a pretty descriptive name. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good as far as names go. Easy to remember. Yeah, it's good though because the game itself is so insanely crazy and awesome that we can afford, I think, to have a straightforward name. Good mm-hmm. plug. Good plug. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. It showed really well at the at PAX too. We yeah, saw really little did. kids playing it, mm-hmm. and we saw crazy adults playing it. Everyone was playing it, man. I think it triggered some sort of crazy mania in Dub- those three children. Okay, yeah. They weren't children. There were those some, were adults, weren't they? There were some, there were some kids that left in tears <coughs> Wait, when they got dragged Whoa, away. Bring uh, well, no, because they wanted to keep playing, and their parents made them leave. There were also some adults that left in tears. Because they're so moved emotionally. Yeah. emotionally. Actually, I think it was just from all the sweat. Look at those three guys. I hope they're listening now, but yeah. they were dancing really hard to their dubstep activity. We had dubstep hour oh, at 5 p.m. every Who's day. The same guys came back multiple days, right? Multiple. Di- we had a lot of new people, too. There was a, We have video. We took a lot of video that we're cutting together right now, and there's a lot of different random people who came by. And, you know, and I was surprised, too, because I thought listening to that dubstep song for an hour would get annoying, and it, it never did. No, it really yeah. didn't. Yeah. It's got those those clear peaks and valleys of intensity and uh and volume and it really mm-hmm. makes itself at home in your brain. <laughs> like that little worm in uh, yeah. Wrath of Khan. Right. But, but less traumatic on you. And those guys who came back, I thought maybe they had some sort of agenda, like they were stalking us, like they wanted a job or to kind of wish they were now, man. Those yeah. guys were awesome. Cuz we yeah, need we awesome. need dancers. We don't have any dancers in the company, professional mm. dancers out front. I'll update the jobs page for you. Okay. That's not really fair. Greg, Greg's been doing some pretty good dub stuff. That's true. I try my hardest. That is Greg's jam. <laughs> yeah. So it was our booth. We got to interact with the fans any way we wanted. We had our own uh, backer meetup at the Hard Rock Cafe. That was awesome. That, that was that super was really cool. And I was terrified because we, when I saw the space, it was like, wow, this is the whole top floor. And we're not buying booze. So who's going to come? Be like one of my, uh, the answer one is of my all sad the cool parties. People. And all the cool people showed up. We had a great time. And we had a connect party there. The and full game. That was, I think, the only time we showed yeah, we everything, showed the right? Unlocked full game, which was fantastic. That was so much fun. And yeah. we had it piped to every one of the HD TVs in yeah. the place. That was so fun. <laughs> when you went to the bathroom, there was a dubstep happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. I was actually There's also fairy music yeah, fairy while music. you were 
in there. So that was mm-hmm. there was at least good. one time where I was taking a leak and I heard a bug Tell and us I was more. distressed. Oh no! <laughs> like an insect? Yeah, or a I, I had game. to stop. I had to stop peeing. How can you hear a bug? There was an audio bug. Um, Brian. Oh, you heard a bug? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I got an amazing Raz posable doll oh, from that, Anna oh, the Red. That was incredible. Anna the Red. We met the whole like crafty super fans. Anna the Red was there. Apple Pop from Forum Fame. Apple Pop cosplayer. She shows up as Raz often, though not this time because she's grown up. Trying something new. <laughs> oh, Wait, that kind of what? implied that she yeah, was a kid. <laughs> well, I mean, she was younger when she. I just meant. Oh, forget. We'll cut that part out. We did the Two Buddy Productions uh, panel about the documentary where we showed some highlights and then answered some questions about it, which was good. I did a panel with Eric Wolpaw about story and stuff, which is a little frustrating. I shouldn't talk about that. It's a little frustrating. <laughs> Not, no, Eric is great. It's just like the, the panel was all about like story versus gameplay, but as it was going, the questions were all kind of basically the same, like how do you balance story and gameplay? Because I have this, it's a personal pet peeve about how I don't think story and gameplay are in opposition at all, that they support each other and they make each other better. But, um, I didn't think of saying that until after the panel's over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of, it's kind of frustrating next year. <laughs> and Brad had his prototyping one where he showed off the custodians, uh, custodians of the clock. Of the clock. Yeah, 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 that was really cool. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the prototype that led to Iron Brigade. Yeah. That was the yeah, yeah that's the trench. technically led to trench. Yeah, entrenched well, led to Iron Brigade. Led to Iron Brigade. <laughs> but in the original, the very first Amnesia Fortnite we ever did, that was Brad's project was Custodians of the Clock, and it was like a steampunk version of Drenched. Basically. Why didn't you guys ship that as named Custodians of the Clock? Why didn't what was wrong with that name? Because there's no clock in the game anymore. It was it was or all about yeah, but it just would have yeah. been an ambiguous, interesting. You know, um, mystery for the player. It definitely didn't have anything to do with the abbreviation that would have come out of that. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened to PAX? Speaking of. Well, you gave a panel. Yeah. Speaking, wait, what? Speaking of. <laughs> yeah. What panel did you give and what T-shirt are you wearing right now? Uh, I did a live podcast for a podcast I do called Idle Thumbs. It's not really Double Fine related, but it was super fun. No, uh, But I was I was at the booth, like, pretty much the whole the whole weekend and it was way more fun than you might think to run a booth for for a whole weekend and greg was there most of the time too i was lots of t-shirts yeah. moving lots of t-shirts yeah people love t-shirts we've found mm-hmm. like people at conventions really enjoy t-shirts you know what i, I a think because really cool you know what i like to do with them i um put them on put your them body. my body and i wear them and they uh-huh. keep me from being cold and naked. yeah, yeah. You might hey, be onto something there. Are you imagining me cold and naked how now? How do you frame them then? That's usually how I imagine you, but now I'm going to imagine you with t-shirts? I don't know yeah. how I feel about that. We did a special PAX t-shirt too. That was yeah. awesome. Everyone that came to the booth was awesome. I mean, that was the most, like, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know if I was expecting <laughs> like, a whole bunch of assholes to come to the booth or something. But. <laughs> yeah, the jerks don't yeah. come to the booth. Yeah, they tend to just walk by. They just hang around and look derisively at our yeah. goods. Exactly. Yeah, no, come no to the booth. Hey, I just want to tell you games aren't good enough. No one did that. Yeah. No. <laughs> that would be. I'm going to do that at PAX from now on. Just go to people. Just, I just want to let you know, in the interest of being fair and balanced, your games are just not cutting it. 
I don't know if that would reflect very well in our company. I, I, I'm, this is my personal opinion. I'm not representing Double Fine. <laughs> but I would Maybe. just think I speak for everyone, including your mother and ex-girlfriends, <laughs> when I say that you should try harder. You should just raise the bar a little bit. It might work, man. Maybe it'll make them make their games better. And they'll say thank yeah. you. They'll be like, in a couple of years, they'll be like, thank you for telling me that. Spending, like, standing in my signing line for an hour just to just tell to me, tell me. <laughs> that you didn't want a signature because my games weren't good enough. Thank you. Thank you. Did that happen? No. <laughs> that was a thing we did, though. You signed a bunch of things. How many? How many signatures do you estimate? Oh you gosh, what? Well, so I did three. Did you three one-hour yeah, signings? One, yeah, one three one-hour signings. But they cut the line off. They cut the line. Time. So it was a solid hour of signing, and each one takes like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. So that's like a million or something. Sixty times yeah, two million, times two three equals a million, I think, yeah, roughly. Mm-hmm. But I, we I like cave. it. We showed Cave also. Yeah. Ron Gilbert was there. He signed a bunch of stuff as well. Yeah, there's like a three-hour line at the Sega booth oh, yeah. for playing. If you played Cave all the way through, you got a little blind box figurine from the Cave. Mm-hmm. And those are really cool. Those will probably we'll probably be selling those at some point yeah. on our website. Maybe um, like, by the time this comes out. Oh man, Ooh, check the website. Shop.doublefine.com. You can go there. <laughs> High quality merchandise only. My daughter fell in love with the adventure. She's getting the adventure. Right oh yeah, now. the adventure is cool. Yeah, she was like, yeah. I worked on the adventure level. Yeah. What'd you do on that? I wrote most of Isn't that a conflict of interest for you to get involved in the your I don't you know, think it works that way. Yeah, I think it's a conflict. <laughs> I think if you're here plugging that one level, what about like JP? He's not he doesn't get to you know what I'm saying? That's true. What about control other, a like, podcast where what about he gets the other to twenty people who are Yeah. <laughs> We announced middle manager like the middle manager day before, mm-hmm. and then we released the game the day after <laughs> that. Max so did. we, yeah. whoops, uh, don't play that if you happen to download <laughs> that game. It's not really out you yet. Get it soon. It'll be out soon. We just want to make it all fixed. It's like a polished pre-release super beta. Super that, beta. That <laughs> now it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that does sound amazing. Yeah, you can sell that. We I actually showed it to. Um, Someone from Game Informer. Should have a, a little, bunch of press. Yeah, did, yeah. We on the little iPad, and that was fun. And I played it all the way there and back on the airplane. It was really fun. I got really far. I haven't played through it yet. It's interesting. Reds was kind of at PAX in that it was inside of Connect Party. That's right. That's true. It's a secret thing mm-hmm. inside of Connect That's Party. Right. Yeah. Lumber you, are, do you, can you tell us how you do get that, or is that a secret? Uh, I, I'd rather be elusive. Oh, man. <laughs> it's work, that's Drew's working. It's still right. working on me. I'm totally, <laughs> totally attracted. I've attracted you. Drew. Only the <laughs> listeners can see the sly face. Oh, my God. Drew is exhibiting right now. I'm going to play the party so bad. Uh, yeah. Greg's the only one swearing on this podcast. I, I didn't say that. That, that, no, that was Chris. That was Drew. I meant other Greg. That was Brian. Drew. Drew, that's the one. That's the name I was going for. Pretty sure it was Brian. My mom listens to this. I'm not going to swear. <laughs> Actually, I did a couple. <laughs> Wait, your mom listens to this. My mom listens. The, Hello, Mrs. Rice. Hello, Mrs. Rice. Some of the PR that I did before PAX, Hello, uh, my mom saw some of it, and the advice she gave me was I should be more careful when I swear. She was like, you probably oh, really? shouldn't swear did so she say, much. <laughs> did she say, also, don't be interviewed in High Times Magazine? <laughs> oh, by the way, that. Drew's in High Times Magazine. <laughs> It's, are you is you in the same? Are we in the same thing, or is it a separate? Piece I think it's just going to be online for Drew. Yeah, it might just be online. Mm. We'll uh, just put your interview yeah. in and my new name on the cover. That's right, the Ganja, <laughs> the Ganja Gamer. Gamer. Yep. 
Change your Twitter account to oh that. My God. But no, I'm sure there is a Twitter account already of someone called Ganja Gamer. Yeah. You better jump on You're going to have to choose a high number to append to the end of that. <laughs> it is Gamer 3000. It is just me with dreadlocks. I bet I bet you could get a Ganja Gamer 420. Holding a, holding a uh, controller I, uh, upside down. I think down. that's unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go look it up right after yeah. this. I think that probably wraps just about wraps it up for PAX. Do we We're talk be... about that guy who died at the booth? Oh, we agreed. No, we don't. No, we no, all no, agreed no, not to talk about that. That's right. Sure. I, forgot. Sure I, I forgot. That forgot. We said we're all in this together. Yeah. No yep. one can yep. go to the yep. police. And then I know what you did last PAX. <laughs> that would be such a good movie. I know what you did last PAX. <laughs> That's such a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah. That covers oh, we hung the out with fans John Hodgman. are awesome. We hung out with John Hodgman. I did not get to hang out with John Hodgman. I didn't either. King of podcasts. Right there. John Hodgman. Yeah. Yeah. He was in our hotel for um, Bandersnatch. This, like, <laughs> That's not what it's called. Bandersnatch. Bomber. Bingle Dolph. What's it called? It's called Bomber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that. Totally. Bandersnatch. That's ridiculous. That's just from a poem, but dead bimble shoot. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Who cares about that Jabberwocky BS? Okay, yeah. John Hodgman was there for Bindle Stiff. It's going to be on the podcast next week. Wait, what? No, it's that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's our open invitation to John Hodgman. Yeah, if you're listening, John, it was great hanging out with you. Sorry, we didn't get a chance and to when say goodbye. You, and when you said the name Psychonauts, he pretended to know what that was. Yeah, he said he knew Brutal. Changes He's a huge name. fan. And, okay, Climax of PAX, we got tweeted at by oh, yeah. Elijah Wood. That's right. Oh, that was crazy. It was He's, nuts. He's my fellow Iowa bro. I didn't know you were brothers. Well, oh, you guys are serious. Oh, Technically, were, all of us you emerged are. You emerged from your children of the corn, mm-hmm. both of you. I thought you were going to say we got tweeted at by that guy who sold us those pizzas. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen. Oh, yeah. The guy from the pizza, the big guy from the pizza place in the yeah, hotel. That was awesome. That was recognized awesome. That was really good your pizza. t-shirt. If you're listening, thanks for that great pizza. That was tasty. Actually, that was one of my favorite pizzas ever. If you're ever in Seattle, stay <laughs> at the Pan Pacific Hotel and get the pizza. Next to where John Husband is standing. <laughs> <laughs> that when now is the, now when Chris sings the Pax theme song. Oh, we did that. <laughs> uh, I think we should do another take with Greg. Greg has to sing it all by himself. Yeah, that's what you get. Acapella. Do it. Your mom's listening. I know, man. She would love if I did that. I she wants to hear all those voice lessons she paid for. Yeah. Uh, you get it started. Uh, Pax. In this part of the podcast, we're going to talk about middle manager of justice, 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 justice. You guys, we should do that together. Middle manager of <laughs> justice, 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 justice. 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 <laughs>
That's good. He's good. We have Key Chi, creator of Minimum Manager Justice. Hello. We have Mark Hamer, the art director. Hello. Gabe Miller, producer. Hello. And writer. Hello. Yep. So we have both of the Gabe Millers. Everyone here. So let's talk about this game a little bit, Key. Which uh, released last week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Let's stress the positive. Why are we making a game about superheroes? <laughs> Why superheroes, Keen? Um, well, I mean, I think superheroes just... I, personally, I, I love superheroes. I read a lot of comic books growing up, and I still read a lot of comic books. And and um, the, the thought of being able to manage a group of them and then sending out and training them and all that kind of stuff was super exciting for me. So, yeah, um, actually, not why superheroes, because everyone, I think... That makes sense to people. Why time management? Well, I mean, there's been plenty of like superhero games where you directly control the oh. superheroes, and to a, to a certain degree in the game, you do that. Um, but I think there's also a, a lot of like time management or management games that's out there. Like I enjoyed a lot of the Kairosoft games, and you know, I, I recently went to went back and played Evil Genius. Um, man, parts of that game is complex, but like that's still kind of management kind of, kind of stuff that I think is super fun, and I think on the on the iOS devices, those games work out pretty well if it's you know if it if it works well as a game. I guess all comic book readers. I collected comics. Really? Yeah, I was a nerd. Okay, we're gonna figure this out. Who's your favorite superhero, Key? Who's my favorite superhero? Yeah. yeah. Oh man! So like, I got more into comics like when I was a kid, and then as a this kid, is like too long of an answer. Uh, let's just say back then it was Wolverine. Right now, I don't I don't know. <laughs> He's outgrown Wolverine. A little bit. A little bit. Gabe. Okay. I was a Spider-Man guy. Huh. He was a smart ass, and I liked that. Huh. Huh. Mark? I liked Wolverine, too. And the Punisher. Yes. Oh. Oh, dark. I hate superheroes. I liked Gru as well. <laughs> Gru? Oh, yeah. Sergio um, Gru the Wanderer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of wondered about the whole superhero thing, because... Oh, wait. Brian, Brian wants us to ask him. <laughs> Brian, you said you're not allowed hey, to Brian, talk. What superheroes <laughs> do you like? Superhero? Green Lantern. We don't care. Oh, okay. Green Lantern is cool. Is that the guy with the... Green with the bling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, and a lantern. Yeah. Yep. And a hole. <laughs> is that so, what you liked? When I, was, when I was pitching the game to you, I knew that like you didn't particularly... We're all that into superheroes? I'm like an evil superhero in that I want to destroy all superheroes. <laughs> what don't you like about superheroes? They're clothes. What's, what's wrong with spandex? <laughs> and uh, What about the superheroes that don't wear underwear outside their pants? Don't wear underwear? Outside their pants. Oh. That's I mean, underwear? like guys dressed in normal clothing that just have... What do I think about guys dressed in normal clothing that don't wear underwear? That's what I, I like about this game is that it's not uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously as a superhero game. It's also kind of a spoof of superheroes, and it's yeah, fun. Yeah. And I could torture superheroes when I torture. play it. Yeah, you can you can you can make them work desk jobs. Yeah, yeah, put, yeah. In the game, you can put people in the cubicles and tell them to do menial labor, which is what I like to do because I do it all day long <laughs> at, the, at the office. And my daughter likes the game too because it's about putting people to take naps. So you're tired, take a nap. You take a nap. You take a nap. It's really like a little nap simulator. How uh, how many heroes do you have all together in this game? Um, we have eight to start with, and uh, we want to be adding adding more to that. How'd you guys make up the superheroes? <laughs> um, Are they based on real people? No, no, eight, no, like no. me. 
<laughs> any of them based on me? No. Mm. No, I don't think there are any based off of people. Should we should we say the disclaimer like any any They're characters? All, believe it or not, this this game is based on fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> this game was uh, made in cooperation with our brave and uh, loyal uh, Dragogen Strategic Investments. No, they're called Dragogen Inc. Now, Steve Dangler, our uh, our friendly neighborhood investor yeah. who uh, wanted to help us make our first iOS game. This is our very first mobile game ever. And uh, he did he let we did let his um his kids suggest some characters. Yeah, that was and, and then they they sent us the YouTube video for the where mm-hmm. they talked about the characters mm-hmm. and for the pitch. And Steve himself had had uh, a hero suggestion. Mm-hmm. So actually, one of the first um, update heroes that we're gonna have is is his idea. So you're gonna have updates to this game? Yes, we're absolutely gonna oh. do updates to this game where we're gonna be adding uh, new uh, new villains, new fights, new um, new heroes, and just. Other other parts of the game, and that's that's super exciting to me. Um, being able to just have the game out there and keep improving on it, and then get people's feedback and incorporate that into the game. Uh-huh. And normally, when you release a game, there's a couple of bugs that get out of there, uh-huh. and you wish you could get it back and fix it. Uh-huh. And now we now we get to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, add new features that didn't make the deadline and that sort of stuff. Have I ever told you the double fine is located next to a fire department? Oh, it's a little fun trivia fact that I think it's, I should bring up right before the sirens turn on, which is about to happen. That's cool. What that huh? was urban. Double fine is very urban. It's not too bad. Crime. That's what uh, superheroes and you know fighting crime is all about. This is also our first, you could say, free to play game. Yes, it's going to be free to play. It's a big experiment. Yes, but it, I like the appeal of free to play to me is that we can do these things like Gabe was talking about, like stay with the game where you were talking about, make it better. Yeah. Um. And then the community gives you feedback, and you can react to it, and actually give people what they want. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely like part of the appeal of free to play is that we could keep like a product as a live product out there. We could keep working on it um, with the community chiming in, but and also that like hopefully it being a free game reaches much more, many more people out there um, than we can with a paid product. so it's th- those two factors are, are really the biggest things in making the game free to play. Uh-huh. And we can be open. One of the things we found on the Kickstarter adventure is just that the fun of being open with the fans. Like we have these private backer forums, but on those forums we share um, our hopes and dreams, fears. <laughs> we share uh, like early concept art and stuff with them, and we started to do that on Middle Manager. You did already did an art post, Mark. Yeah. Did you get any responses from that? I did. I got a couple of uh, comments. People say absolutely not. This art style is wrong. Or that kind of comment. <laughs> I got some thumbs up. I got I got some good comments back from people. They seem to be into the look of it. So. Mm-hmm. It is a cool looking game. And this is for the amount of time that we've worked together. Because Mark and I have worked together since Lucas Arts. I didn't work on Herx Adventures, but I played it. But I sat outside your office. My so, cubicle so. was right across from you while I was working on that. Yeah, and then you worked on Griffin Dago, mm-hmm. and everything since. Um, and but we never had a game that was like the Mark Hamer show. Yeah, this is it. This right. is it. This is like behold, open your eyes and behold the glory of what Mark Hamer's been holding back all these years. <laughs> He's been, let's face it, phoning it in, waiting for this, just because you didn't want to spend all your your chips. I've been saving on. it up. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully this is it. But it does, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks. Really I love awesome. zooming in and looking at all the posters on the wall in the office. I just saw uh, some. Uh, I saw it. Well, I don't want to blow it. There's some secret stuff. All the references? All the references to previous games, yeah. There's a lot of little references to other games that I worked on, especially Costume Quest, I think. For some reason, 
I have a soft spot for that game, but and it was all on your cache and your hard drive. You're like, oh, I still have this. Yeah, I'm like, get rid of, I could just rid of phone it in by using this. Why dry something? What's on this thumb drive? Yeah. Oh, costume <laughs> quest. I better put that in there. Exactly. Costume quest. It's coming up on costume quest time of year again. Oh, I yeah. wish we could make another one of those. That'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe if this game makes a lot of money, Keith. How did you put this game together? Who wrote all the dialogue? Gabe, what did you write before? Before this game? Yeah. Uh, Grubbins on Ice dialogue. And Costume Quest. I write Dirt Nap, the comic. Comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the first thing I wrote from beginning to end. Well, actually, Grubbins I did, too. But, um, that was just out of necessity. This was sort of... Uh, pleasure. This, is, this is yeah. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is very pleasurable. Okay. It's very difficult to find new angles on on superheroes. It feels like everything's been done. So it was a fun struggle to come up with jokes that hadn't been thought of before. And also mixing some of like the office-y stuff with the superhero stuff, I think works really well. I like how the characters' personalities like really come through in their dialogue. It's not just like one-liners or zingers or whatever. For example, <laughs> the mummy is advantages. Yeah, that, he's wearing yeah. a mask, so no one knows who he so, is. Yeah, no one knows his secret identity. Is he ancient? Is he like a pharaoh from olden days? Yeah, he is. And he's fighting crime now? Yeah, how does, he was exhumed. How do his muscles work? Uh, you can't really tell because they're covered by bandages. <laughs> Here's some questions. Muscles. Here's some questions from the internet. Release date? Oh, They want the facts. Oh. They don't want to care. Oh, they don't dear. care about your hopes and dreams, Keith. Oh. Tell us the facts. Release date? Soon. Soon. We've got to finish it. Yep. It's mostly there. Yeah. So um, we're... Uh, working on those bugs, um, adding adding the polish, and then we're still going to do the Canadian launch. So we're going to be submitting to Apple soon again, and uh, and when they say it's okay, then be sure to flip the switch ourselves. And, and in case people don't realize why people launch a Canada, it's mostly because you're really shy when you release a game, and Canadians are really nice, so they won't say anything that hurts your feelings. Gonna, are there plans for an Android port? Um. Yeah baby steps people yeah that's what i say yeah it's not impossible and we have you know we're using moai which yeah. is but there's some uh uh more tech that we have to figure out in terms of like um purchasing and stuff yeah and i think what we want to do is we want to focus on um, want to get the, the game, game right. as much as much yeah. as possible yeah and then you know when it feels like it's right then we'll lo- look at the work into converting to android and hopefully it's not that hard because we're we're using moai we're we're putting reds on um on android yeah, yeah. So, so why can't you? That's <laughs> we're not charging for anything. Try to be lazy. Although we should. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about putting hats and reds just to buy hats. Hats on no hats on like, hats. And you know, no one's done in-app purchases on an adventure game. So it's just exactly the same game, but you can wear it. You should have a character that's just that's just a hat, and then all you do is buy hats for him. Brian's giving me the thumbs up. What if happened to engineers not talking? Brian? <laughs> yeah, talking a lot. Signing is there. talking, Brian, to some people. Oh, yeah. don't be mean to Brian. Or don't be mean to people <laughs> who sign. Uh, someone asks, is a hamburger a sandwich? Ooh. So they're the sandwich section of a menu, so I'd say yes. Yep. What time period is the game set in? It looks like a cross between the 50s and 80s. 
It's, uh, yeah, Mark, what time period is this game set it's in? pretty much when it's set, 50s and 80s. No, uh... <laughs> somewhere in, somewhere, it's set in yeah. both the 50s and the 80s. Exactly. Um, I like the stylized, like the classic stylized cartoon look of the 50s and 60s, and so that comes through in a lot of my designs, but then sort of the office vibe is thickest in the 80s, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And you have yeah. smartphones in it. Yes, exactly. There are so it's yeah, it spans all generations. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's everything to everyone. Exactly. Wow, wow. Um, do you prefer cheddar cheese or gorgonzola? Cheddar, obviously. Cheddar. What's gorgonzola taste like? It's like the poor What's man's blue in? cheese. Oh, for the longest time I thought yeah. gorgonzola was a bean. That's a garbanzo. Oh. <laughs> Is uh, Mark Hamer a Wednesday comic book shop guy? Wednesday comic If so, what comics does he and your and you Is that the release date for comic read? books? <laughs> Is that like you have I to think be there on Wednesday? I think that's the, the thing. If you read comic books for real, you go like like Patton Oswalt. Doesn't he talk about that? Doesn't he go down to the comic book store on Wednesdays to get his comics? I will say that I've fallen off in my comic book buying. I used to I actually worked at Comic Relief in Berkeley. Oh, I love uh, really? Comic, comic Relief. Store. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the late 80s, early 90s. And I used to love comics. I still do. And you shoplifted them because you worked at night there? Yeah, it was my employee discount. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that the one on University? Yeah. 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 They oh, moved. Yeah. They're gone. Now. Yeah, they're gone now. For, like, gone completely? Comic Relief. Yeah. Comic Relief. I was yeah. just going to go down there this Wednesday. Oh man, I'm glad I, I told you. I've always had like um, a friend who read comics and like, could give me the comics. Like I was, when I was in the eighth grade, my friend John, uh, friend John Crop gave me a copy of the um, Daredevil where Electra dies. Oh, Sorry, that's spoilers. Electra dies in like 151 or something. And so I would like I would get handed like he's like here read this one and take this one. And um, I think I still have that. <laughs> like I think the idea was that I'd be able to pay for my children's college with. Daredevil 151. Uh, and then later on, things like um, uh, Yummy Fur. Your friend gave me Yummy Fur. You read that? Fur, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. I still think that's awesome. And like Peep Show and stuff that was in the 90s. A lot of the... Um... But uh, these days, I don't have anyone handing me awesome comics to read. Oh, man. I have, I have a stack of them at my desk. Good comics to read. Like, oh. like what ones do you have? Like Jim Woodring. <laughs> okay. I like Jim Woodring a lot. <laughs> oh, here's another question. Any chance of an Android port? Oh, <laughs> see, they don't know the repeating questions. Sorry, no. Is your have you changed yeah, answers? No, like no, no. It's no. still cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next question. How many times have you been asked when it's coming to Android? Ballpark <laughs> <laughs> um, figure. By the way, when is it coming to the Lynx? Oh, the, I I do have an Atari Lynx, and Atari I would Lynx? like to have it because that's multiplayer. Atari. Do you even know what Atari Lynx yes, is? How old yes, are you? Yes. Okay. It's, Does that still uh, run? Doesn't uh, it have an internal battery that probably. No, no I, th- I think you put in like double A's or triple yeah. A's, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, if it could be on every single device that we can put it on, that'd be awesome. Uh-huh. Keep talking, like yeah. Game and Watch, Game and Watch, uh, Game Boy Color, um, TI eighty two, like I posted before. Can you perform the? How do you pronounce that that word right there? I know what it is, but I don't want to pronounce it. Caffeine? No. Gangnam? Yeah. Gangnam I've never, style. I've never seen Can that. you perform the Gangnam Style dance? I've never seen that word. You don't know what that is? Oh, the no. guy with the... the sing a little bit, Brian. I, I think sing this is where Brian style. can chime no, in. No, no, Brian, no. sing it. No, I... Gangnam uh, Style. Brian, Brian is... <laughs> he's performing it right now. Yeah, so you I saw a bit of a dance. That, just, could, that could have been a gif. 
Any chance of a PC oh, non-free-to-play but actually GIF. just purchase the game once and play it version in the near future? Um, I think we could also do a PC port. Um, yeah. be- for Moai, we've been <laughs> doing a lot of development uh, on the PC, um, so I don't. I think that's very possible. Now, whether we change like any of the models going into it, I don't. I don't know. Um, Here's another question: Will it be ported to the Android? No. <laughs> Here's another different question: PC or Android release, please? <laughs> Where, I've never gotten they, these where questions are the, Where are the iOS people mm. just saying, by the way, I'd like to point out I'd like that it's on the iPhone. Please don't make any other versions. Um, but there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a lot of people with Android phones out there, and I'd love to see it on all the different devices. Did you find a way around the pay-as-you-go model tempting you to hold back on good experiences to make players pay more? Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you... Yeah, how do you, like you know we talked about doing free to play for a long time. Like, do we want to do free to play? Because there's definitely some evil ways to do free to play, and then there's some ways that have not been that evil. Which I think is the stance that, that I really try to bring into this game. I mean, when I balance the game and I play through the game, I personally don't even pay for any of the stuff. So that I have to admit, I, I have not paid for anything, and yeah. I've been play testing it for like three weeks now. Yeah, and I think I the cracked. game. I paid. What, you you're see you're one of these these different personality types. I'm like a non skin flint. I'm like how dare they ask me to pay a dollar for this game they made? But Gabe, you always pay. I'm a I'm a maximum convenience guy. Are you like a whale? So I like or you like to say I'm nar- not a whale. I'm like a dolphin, like a frisky dolphin. I'm like a manatee. <laughs> I think there there are times where I'm in a game and I see how much effort I'm going to have to put in to get to a certain point, and if I've committed mentally to getting to that point, and I feel like I can shortcut it by paying. And I feel like I'm not getting screwed that it's a player's choice, then I'm happy to pay. Also, if I'm enjoying a game and I got it for free, I feel guilty and I want to give the developer some money. But <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like the Nimblebit guys, I play their games and you know, I played Pocket I bet, Planes I, and I, I played it too. I've never paid for those either. I played it for like ten hours and I felt guilty, so I I bought something for five bucks or whatever. I mean, at, at no point in development was it balancing stuff going, you know. I bet we can get a couple of bucks at this moment here if we extend that out. Because it's, it's whatever's natural for the game. And I think when any, any players want to play for uh, Supremer or the Coin Doubler, they're doing so to get at the content earlier or to make your superhero stronger quicker. Um, but it's definitely not a requirement for playing the game. It's interesting how perception changes because like, a few years ago, you wouldn't think anything of paying 60 bucks for an eight-hour experience and now you get that for free and you know people you know still clamor for more or feel like they're getting shortchanged for a free game yeah the the most interesting kind of um reaction from people that i've seen just because (laughs) it's a it's a free game um or from like play testers is like you know generally games have places where things become difficult because they're video games but because there's like the whole ghost of in-app purchases and free-to-play behind it, it's like, oh, that's where you're trying oh, to get paywall. Pay. If Psychonauts oh. was free-to-play, if we had people hating Meat Circus <laughs> and we had free-to-play, they would be like, you greedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now they just hate us, yeah. you know, without any sort of implications about our character, except yeah. for that we suck. By the way, who worked on Meat Circus, Key? <clears throat> <laughs> um, Actually, Key was in charge of fixing Meat Circus for the PC version. So yes, yes, I worked yeah. on it he um, on the initial one. And, yeah, and you can uh, unlock that patch for just one fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Psychonauts. 
<laughs> uh, you know, I haven't gotten any feedback on like whether people felt the changes made yeah, a difference. I don't know. Like some people still complain about Meat Circus. Sometimes I always ask them if they play, they're playing the PC version or not. And yeah. Usually they're not playing the PC version. So I guess it's just the absence of complaints about the. There you go. PC it's version. perfect. Yay! There you go. Someone asked, "What is this game made in, Lua? What engine? Talk about the technical aspect of the game and how that affected <laughs> development." Well, um, the game is built on the Moai engine, so if you're following like Red's development, you know what that engine's all about. Um, so it's a multi-platform thing, focusing on mobile, but a lot of the game logic is in Lua. In fact, all the game logic is in Lua. And Lua is a scripting language you've used ever since Grim Fandango, which is a lot of games use that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that's been what I've mostly worked on uh, while at Double Fine. Um, and the thing that's great about Lua is that it's really easy and, and fast to work with. So um, games like games, especially like Middle Manager, where you want to like tune systems really quickly or add systems real quick to prototype things out and see how they work, um, working with Lua is super fast and has been super convenient for us to do. Um, and the art, you use mostly Flash, right? Yeah, all Photoshop. The, all the environments uh, were drawn in Photoshop, and then the characters were drawn in Flash and animated in Flash. And that's been an interesting change for us because, like, we mostly, I mean, we, we mostly have done 3D art and 3D characters, and to do, like, you know, 2D characters and flip flipbook animations and stuff was definitely a change. But Mark made, did an awesome but job. Mark had experience in that from before. This, yeah. is, this is our first 2D game, right? Double Fine's first 2D game? Yeah, yes. except for the web stuff, except for, yeah, except for Clint's, like, oh, the three old yeah. web things. But, yeah, this one... Yeah, but I, I started out as a 2D animator uh, working on games like this way back in the... So it came day. full circle. In the 60s. In the 50s. <laughs> back in the 50s and yeah, 80s yeah. when you were coming up. It's like getting back together with the band. <laughs> exactly. We're back together, and it's great. It's like you broke up with one of the dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say there are any artists that inspired the look of the game more than others? That Art, you like? I don't know about specific like? artists, but definitely some uh, influences were Powerpuff Girls... Uh, the Incredibles. I love all the design work they do at Pixar is great. And uh, I like that old, like I said, that old 1950s style, mm -hmm. simple cartoon look, like Dexter's Lab and stuff. So that throwback look, sort of. Now, how do you feel with the game being just about over, Key? Have you achieved all the goals you set out? Uh, it wasn't that long ago that we started. Just about yeah, over. We, yeah, it's, we, we uh, did we start February, March? Marchish. Oh, I feel um, you've aged. <laughs> it's weird because you didn't have all that gray hair when you started. I had some. I had some, but it does feel like I've, I've had more, especially this past week. Have you shown I've this game to your parents? Um, no, not yet. I should. should. <laughs> Do I, they and, know and, that and, you're running and, one? And my and my wife wants to play the game on her phone, but like, you know, I still feel like it's we need to iron out the bugs before. Wait, you I let me play? It? You don't care? You're keeping it from your wife, but you, <laughs> I'm playing it. <clears throat> You let my daughter play it. You guys have fun, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have fun, yeah? <laughs> but, like, I don't... I don't you guys, I, you like it, you have fun, eh? You like it, the juice. <laughs> Superheroes, they're powerful, right? <laughs> but I, I don't think we're done. I think I think we we keep working on this product as long as we can. Um, you might work on this game the rest of your life. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Think about that, King. It's a God. huge hit. The number yeah, of successful, that we in. we'll just keep adding and adding and adding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it'll be such and a And putting problem. it on 
you know, every other single everything device. except Five for Android. Like, everything yeah. except for Android. <laughs> yeah, because we wouldn't get any mail if we ever made an Android <laughs> game. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts, Gabe? Uh, or Mark? Or Key? Or we sign off? No, Mark. This is your first podcast. Yeah, it's is been it? it's been wild. It's been <laughs> 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 this is way more high tech. This is my third podcast. It's and the first time we had just a laptop we were leaning over. Did we do it on a laptop, really? I think so. That Costume Quest one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to say, like, for, for those that did get the early <laughs> accidental preview release, um, that I appreciate actually the, the, all the suggestions and, and bug reports that I've been pouring in and all the feedback because I think that's kind of like a glimpse of how the game is going to be when we go live. Like a back-and-forth conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like... You know, we put stuff in the game, and if like the the community doesn't like some bits, then we adjust things. Or if they want some other bits, then we work on that. And that's super exciting to think about. And um, and they can watch some of that conversation now in our forums. Yes, like slash forums They can look in there. You can find it on our front page forums, and then look for the middle manager of yeah. Justice subforum. And there's a preview of Justice link, which is like where you can put your feedback if you did accidentally get a copy of the game. Of course, you should immediately then stop playing. And not even <laughs> yeah. playtesting, but like features people want or mm-hmm. anything yeah. they'd like to see, theme, yeah. themes they yeah. want to see. Heroes. So this Heroes. is the superhero management game you've been waiting for. What exactly were you waiting for? We'd like to know. And like Mark said, uh, superhero ideas. Yeah. yeah. Origin stories are always fun. Or items they want. Mm-hmm. Hats. Hats. <laughs> Any crates with keys. And I think we're going to try to do more posts where we talk about the um, the development of the game. Yeah. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about like you know where the game ideas came from, how it evolved, the free to play stuff and whatnot. But uh, if there's other stuff that people would really like to get a glimpse into the development of, that that would be good to know. So we can put up, put up a post on that. Yeah. So watch that forum for a lot of news and finding out when the game is going to be released and when it's going to come out on Android. <laughs> Brian, now you can sing because we're going. We're going to go by now. Middle manager, just I'm yeah. making a list of just random things that I... He's so professional. I'm going to make oh, one, too. Man. It's stressing me out. This list? Yeah. I'll put some stuff for oh, you. Oh, I've got a great anecdote I'm going to share. <laughs> I, worked, I worked on it all last night. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> What's wrong? I was... <laughs> My eye! Sorry. <laughs> the goddamn eye. God, I wasn't making fun of you. <laughs> now you have no list anymore. I know, I actually need that back. What's it like to work with Ron Gilbert? It's really fun. You should know, man. Because we're not – I turned off the mic. It's not (laughs) – no one's recording. It's just what do you really –